I'm Lachlan Rouston, and this is Raph Friedman, and we are best known as hosts of the Mind Muscle Project podcast. And you're listening to the top resource for personal trainers, fitness coaches, and gym owners, the In The Black Business Podcast. All right, Project, welcome back. Part two of the number, number one reason that uh, fitness professionals fail. In, this, in the previous episode, we did personal trainers, coaches, uh, and this episode, we're going to talk about gyms. I guess really gym, gym owners, if you were to make it the person, but the number one reason why, why gyms fail, why, why most gyms fail. So we, we did spend some time in the previous episode defining what is failure, and I think it's worth rehashing again. Um, so maybe kick this off for us, Raph. Okay, so the number one reason why most gyms fail. What do you, percentage do you think you would call that most gyms fail? Oh, it'd probably be the same stat as most businesses, right? It's in the 90s. I think so. It's in the 90s. Yeah. And when, what we mean by fail, I definitely think it's in the 90th percentile, is that the person opening the gym never ends up actually hitting the financial and or lifestyle goals that they had when they opened the gym. Yeah. So you might think, and you might not have written it down, but everyone's got it somewhere in their head, you know, like a, a guide, right? They're like, I'm opening this gym, you know, I reckon I can... You know, generally, if you're opening a gym, you're hoping you can earn more than you could earn ever like working in the gym, right? Otherwise, what's the fucking point? Mm. So you're probably thinking, I want to make 150, 200 grand a year plus. I want to, you know, maybe be building an asset that is worth something in the future. So if I ever exited, I could make some money on the sale. And I want to have a lifestyle where like I don't work weekends and I can have a day off anytime I need. Something like that, right? Take four weeks holiday. It doesn't affect my income. Yeah. That's like probably kind of roughly the goals a lot of people set. So failure would be you end up like leaving a gym or closing a gym and you never got to that. Or you got to one for a brief period, like the money, but the lifestyle was shot. And then, you know, you went on holidays and you lost it all. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not easy, that's for sure, to achieve these goals, um, which is why most people fail because I think the threshold in which you have to succeed as a gym owner is a lot higher than the threshold for a personal trainer. Definitely, because there's so many more skills you have to do. Heaps a PT, skills. you basically get good at training clients and good at sales and it's pretty much it. You can, yeah. hit, your, you know, you can hit your goals. A gym yeah. owner to hit you know, a slightly higher goal than a PT has to acquire so many more skills. Like I need to do the marketing, how to hire, how to train staff you know, how to do the accounting for the gym or work with an accountant. It's just a ton more skills that they'll end up needing. Um, you know, how to, how to get potential clients, how to nurture the clients, close the clients, everything. So there are more skills, which probably is why the failure rate is even higher. Yeah, well, I think there's an illusion that, you know, a, a lawyer that's opening a law firm is not delusional necessarily about what is going to be required for them to make this firm successful because it's done. There's so many examples of it and it's such a long-standing industry with small variations whereas with gyms because such a new industry a lot of trainers are getting into it and be like cool i'm just going to be a trainer i'm going to put my name and my logo on the door and all's the same but what they don't realize is they're actually changing roles completely they're in a totally they're different doomed. ball game now <laughs> they're not well they're pretty yeah, doomed though bro bro if they don't realize it's different to being a pt they just put their name on the door oh if they don't realize yeah yeah, yeah for sure no if they're, they're not open-eyed about the yeah. realities of they're it yeah you're in trouble yeah you're in serious trouble um so uh we're gonna get into i guess your reason raf why you think the, yeah. or the, your number one reason and there, there are so many reasons well this one was a lot harder i think this one was definitely a lot harder because yeah. there are so many more potential reasons um but you know i want to kick you in the I want to kick you in the dick here. I want you to. I want you to feel it. I want you to actually be listening to this. Yeah, and I want you to be like, that actually hurt because it's so fucking true. Uh, okay. So okay. You, you kick it off first. My number one reason is that uh, gym owners major in the minors. So what I mean by that is that, and this is just from like you know we're in heaps of coaching groups, other gym owners, and obviously been around them for a long time, and we make the mistakes ourselves as well. 
is that they, for whatever reason, they put so much of their focus and like mastery and time and attention on things that don't matter very much. So this could be like the programming of the gym, particular personalities of clients in the gym, where they're going to do their social event and how it's going to play out. Um, might be like the organic Instagram when Instagram's not even a major lead source for the gym. What apparel are we going to get? So many like just small things that just don't move the needle for the gym owner in any way, but can easily take up all your time and attention and you can argue about it with your employees and everyone thinks it like is moving the gym forward when, when, when it's not. You know, it's not you meet gym owners that like they're really good at these like small things in the gym. Like maybe they've got this crazy thing. Oh, I've got the programming done for the next five years and it combines Russian as well as um, Bulgarian, the split cycles. And you're like, great. How's the finances going? Oh, they're a mess. <laughs> you know? And, and you call Oh, you, we're closing. We're yeah, closing next week. <laughs> you've, you've made it in the minus. And you know, when you even come to us, you know, a lot of our like plans for the next quarter or the next six months, like they're pretty boring, right? It was like, we're doing 20 grand a month. Like, okay, here's what we're going to do to get to 30. Here's what we're going to do to get to 50. We're going to go to 80. We're going to go to 100. Here's how we're going to 150. And just, it's doing pretty similar things every single time, right? Because like everyone's strategy is the same. This is how we're going to get more clients. So we're going to charge them a bit more and this is how we're going to keep them. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's not, <laughs> it's not crazy, but having the discipline to keep putting your focus back on the things that, that actually make you money and, and keep your gym progressing, that can be a challenge over time because the other things do look more fun. So yeah, I just think a lot of gym owners, they spend so much of their time on things that don't matter. They get really good at the things that don't matter very much and they never get good at the really major things like how to get clients, how to deliver them a really good service. I think the the, the one you mentioned, social media is like a huge one, right? Yeah. I think because our, so much of our industry is is on Instagram, it's on TikTok, I guess these days and YouTube. Gym owners get lost in that world, right? They get lost in, oh, I have to have a better camera and a better angle and more views and more followers and stuff. And it's like, do you, <laughs> do you know how, do you know how little effort we, we put, we've put less effort into the social media at locker room than we have in Creature Fitness. Yeah. Like less. I to be honest, I've like never seen it. Way less. <laughs> yeah. Way less. And the gym is hundreds of times more successful than Creature. And yeah, it's and, like, and, and maybe we need to do it in the future, but just right now, it's not the most important thing. And we yeah, because better at prioritizing. Yeah, you know, better at identifying what what actually matters. And I think that's exactly that's a that's like uh, when you say you major in the minors. I'm thinking of baseball, but I guess it would be like players that make it to the MLB and players that don't make it, their third th third string, fourth string, fifth string is like they probably think, all right, well, if I go out there and I get like a better bat or like a better glove, or I work on this, I'll get better. It's like no, like you, you need to work on your throw or your mm. pitching or something. Like so the major thing that matters that makes the most difference, right? It's like, you know, you just hear, you hear it all the time with elite athletes is the best elite athletes, they're just always doing the fundamentals, mm. always doing the fundamentals. And then there's other guys out there doing fucking 360 windmill dunks. And then it's like, well, Michael Jordan, Kobe, what'd you do? Oh, I shot, I shot free throws for four hours before practice because my percentage dropped by 2%. And yeah. that's like this many points over this many games and that's that many. They just do the basics over and over and over again. And that's that's the fundamentals, right? The fundamentals are just... People get bored of the fundamentals. Yeah. I think it's like an actual skill set. It's like a secret weapon to like stay interested and stay... Maybe not interested, but stay disciplined with the fundamentals. Yeah, I think it's because they have no interest in getting much better at it. Yeah. So that's why it's so boring to them. Like sales are so boring because they, they have no interest in like getting really good at it. Yeah. And like reading a book on it and, you know, working out, oh, dude, when I sold that other lady into the most expensive package, what did I do different? What questions did I ask? How did I, you know, some people get obsessed with that and they love it. Some people just no interest in it. Yeah. So then they go back to like, 
what hashtag am I going to put on social media this week? It's like, <laughs> right, if you don't even have a sales script, forget it. Yeah. Forget the social, because even if you get the socials working well, you, you won't have a script to read it out to them when you get the sales in the door. I can, I can just, I don't know if I would, I'd run out of time on this earth if I had to count the amount of times that, you know, people would put a post on social media and sit back and be like, well, damn, why am I not, not getting more leads? It must be my social strategy. So I, it's just, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing because I've been there. I've been there. I've been like, I oh, will do this post. We'll do this thing here. We'll write this offer. We'll get out on social and it just doesn't work. Bro, the, the average day of a gym is honestly like, it's like, okay, get in, let's pump through the socials. Like we need an hour looking at what other gyms are doing on their socials. Look at my socials. Look at the post. Then it's like, dude, then I got to catch up with like this member. I want to catch up with this member. And you know, you're getting coffees with members. Like you are doing nothing. Nothing. You're doing nothing. You're just like going backwards. <laughs> like I get meeting with members can be good but just having coffee with members and having a lunch with a member and then catching up with an old and then doing a training session with another member and then like big session with the coaches throw down three till seven p.m like (laughs) and then you just go big sesh then you just go home boys like yeah you've done nothing yeah you've you've actually done nothing and that's what i I guess what i'm getting at here with the majors and the minors is like you have done nothing to move your gym in the direction that that you really need to go yeah and that is your monday to friday so you know if your bank account is not where you want it to be just look at the day I think for a lot of gym owners, they're in the minus. And the reason is because there's no one looking down on them. If you were in a bigger firm and you were doing that, they'd be like, bro, are you joking? Yeah. You know, you're not, you're not doing anything to progress in this firm. But because you have no boss, you actually think coffees and lunches all day with the clients and big training sessions and social media is like moving the business forward. Yeah. I mean, that brings, that brings us to, uh, to my reason. And, you know, if I was to really understand myself you know, because I've, I've definitely been here. I think ultimately what I feel the reason gym owners don't progress and they fail is. If you'd like to continue listening to this episode, head over to our new podcast feed by searching In the Black, The Mind Muscle Project, wherever you're listening to this show or head to the link in the description below. This is where we will now host all of our amazing fitness business content related to growing gyms, how to make money as a fitness influencer, and all our business interviews like the one with Whoop founder Will Ahmed. Again, search In the Black, The My Muscle Project to get all the full-length fitness business shows ad-free. Make sure to click follow and subscribe when you're there so you don't miss a new episode. See you on the other feed.